Welcome to Rebecca Sounds Reveille. Today, I am just jazzed because the guest I have for you is known across the region as a little ball of joy and energy. She's a girlpreneur, a best-selling double author, motivational speaker, actress, voiceover talent, and a teen influencer. And she may come in a small package, but I've got to tell you, her ideas are revolutionary. They are wide-reaching, and for several years, she has devoted her life and much of her time to reaching out to others to spread the message of hope, inspiration, and self-confidence. She really loves to make a positive impact on others, and she helps them rock their lives to maximum potential. Wait till you hear the things that she has to share with us today. And part of her goals are interactions with kids, tweens, teens, adults, and all generations. So I would love to share with you today's guest, Ariana Fox. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Rebecca. I'm so excited to be on. I am just jazzed because you have just got it going on. I've got to tell you, the audience, when they hear all of the different things that you're about, that you've had going, I think they're going to be amazed because you've done numerous commercials. You've been a lead. You've had voiceover talent in a lot of different areas. And you're young, you're making this happen, and all of these things are laying a great foundation for your career in entertainment. But meanwhile, you're out there helping other people, and that, to me, gives so much interpersonal joy. How did you start doing this? Well, the, I started doing many of the different things that I'm doing at many different ages. Uh, so as for writing, I started writing probably about age four, uh, to be honest. Uh, I started acting around that same age. Entrepreneurship, I started helping my parents with their business at around age six. And I, I would go to, 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 to chamber mixers and such and give our spiel to other people um, at around that age. And then motivational speaking and, and actually starting my own business was around age 10. So really all kinds of different things that I started. Oh, and voiceover acting. That was very young too. So all kinds of different ages, really. I think that this is absolutely incredible. You have so many talents. And I will tell you, at your age, and you can share that with the audience if you want, or we can just leave them to go to your IMDB or some of your other areas to see what your age is and what you're doing. We can leave that as a, a kind of a homework assignment for the audience so that they can get <laughs> involved with you. But you started out young. And what's really amazing is there's a lot of people in entertainment that have started out much older and don't even have the amount of success that you already have. So you have just really laid down quite a foundation. Let me ask you, let's first, if you don't mind, let me ask you if you don't mind, if we can first talk about your books, you're a double author. Tell the audience a little bit about your writing. Absolutely. I'm, I'm beyond jazz to do so. Um, I have two books uh, that I've, that I have published and one book that I am currently working on right now. Oh my. Uh, so 
<laughs> I know, right? So my first book is a children's book called The Princess Chronicles. I wrote that at around age six or so, but it took me years to get the illustrations done. Um, and what The Princess Chronicles, and, and um, we had to hire an awesome, awesome um, intern for a business at the time. But what The Princess Chronicles is, is it is a children's book about these princesses who are learning kindness, friendship, forgiveness, uh, trust, teamwork, honesty, and, you know, you know, working together to solve problems, all those important qualities. And I wanted, I wrote this because I wanted others, other kids, and especially girls, because, you know, princesses, I wanted them to know even, even princesses aren't perfect, and even princesses have stuff to learn, and that you, you can learn too. And so I wanted to do that. Um, for my second book, uh, which I am beyond excited about, that's the one that I actually published and republished. Um, so it's a, it's called False Awakening. It's a sci-fi novel, uh, for all ages about a man who's in a dream within a dream within a dream, and he joins a rebellion and fights against an evil tyrant. So it's kind of like Inception and a little bit like The Matrix, and it is, it is awesome. So I published that at around age 12-ish, but actually last year in August, I republished it with our current publisher, Third Coast Books, for, for, the, for False Awakening. And, uh, and once I did that, get this, once we did that, we, it ended up becoming a be an Amazon best-selling novel. Um, and we are, yeah, I know, like, woo! We're beyond that. <laughs> and even... More exciting than that, with False Awakening, we are also able to secure a contract for it to become a movie. Uh, and we have, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, I, you know, this was something, right now we're just, you know, waiting on stuff to, to, to get moving for the first day of production. But that is like a dream come true for us, you know? I, I yeah. agree with you. And that's not even all of your dream because you've got lots of dreams coming true with all the things that you're doing. So this is really exciting. We definitely yeah. want, I'm going to leave this for the end because I want everyone to hear all the things that you're doing. And I, we're going to get the titles out and how to get copies of your books. Cause I already know that I'm like, okay, I've got to find out how it can be written to go a dream within a dream within a dream. I and mean, that's just <laughs> mind blowing right there, right? It blows your mind. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm really excited about that. And we want the audience to pay attention, really close attention because that's creativity and that creativity okay. to be able to get it from your brain through your arm into your hand or under the keyboard or however you are able to articulate this is going and for it to be a bestseller, it's, it completely sheds the light on how well you are of a writer. So this is, this is really fantastic. I'm absolutely delighted about this. So Thank let me, you. I'm so excited. Oh, oh, I was just going to mention about my third book as well. Uh, yes, yes. So tell me about your third book. Absolutely. So that's what I'm working on right now. Um, and I just finished the writing process and the editing process. So right now I'm going through it with the editor, with another editor, but I finished my own self-edit. Um, and I, I'm so happy that I, I definitely, I finished the first draft and I was just kind of like surprised because this is the longest book I've ever written. Uh, but, you know, you know, not crazy long, but it's the longest one I've written. Uh, but it is basically my young adult slash teen fantasy uh, and some could call it a sci-fi, but I, I call it a fantasy, uh, and it's called Saber Black. This is, this is my baby. This is the one I'm super excited about. Uh, I mean, I'm all, I'm excited about all of them, but this is the one that really, really, I, I can see so much potential with it. Um, it is, um, 
essentially about this winged race of people, race of people that have wings, and they're called Andorians. Now, the good guys are called Sarahs, and the bad guys are called Sendars. However, the main character is born a Sendar, but she fights for the Sarahs. So is she good? Is she bad? Is she both? Etc. And that solves, and that, that deals with, this book deals with things that so many teens and young adults are going through right now about identity, you know, identity crisis, and who should I be fighting for? What should I be fighting for? All that stuff, and this is going to be awesome. <laughs> you made a really good point, because you're hitting on a few things there what you just mentioned, as well as what is huge right now is fantasy. And it is, yep. it is a genre that is just been emerging and blooming like crazy in a lot of different areas and you're, you're nailing it. So this is going to be fantastic. So we've got three books to talk about, two already published and a third on its way uh, to the audience there. And let's move over to your voiceovers. Do you narrate your books also? Well, there is a very high possibility that one day I may. Uh, I haven't, I ha we haven't yet gotten any audiobooks for my books, but I actually have narrated an audiobook before. Not mine, but I have narrated an audiobook, and that was one of the coolest uh, things I've ever done. It's for in a, uh, a short story that was published in December for Christmas. It's called Clusers, The Lost Town. And what I was, I was blown back at how amazing the writing was. Um, it's by J. Andrew Ashby. And the writing was amazing. Not to mention that it's a detective mystery. And I got, and it's a written in first person from the point of view of a team named Danny McPickerson. And I was able to be the narrator slash main character and pretty much narrate the entire story uh, as an audiobook. And I was just beyond like ecstatic at that. So that was awesome. That is so exciting. Now, do you have a home studio you're able to do that or did they have to take you into a studio? Nope. I have a home studio. Uh, that's where I, I, I got it. I got it done. I'm sure all, you know, as, as I get more into voiceover acting, I, which I have been doing for a long time, but as I hopefully get into bigger and bigger roles, which I am constantly seeking, then they will definitely have their own studios that they want people to come into and all. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely have my own professional mic and home studio and all that. All right. Let's talk about roles talk about some of the roles you've been in and maybe if you can you don't have to but maybe if you can share your favorite role yeah absolutely so I've got to say that one of my favorite roles was definitely that the Clusers role because it was an, an entire audiobook narrated uh, in first person and that was that was so awesome because you know you hear about audiobooks all the time and then being able to be the voice of one of them you know is really awesome. Um, but I gotta say there are so many epic roles um, that I've played over the years. One of the first ones that really got me excited was um so it actually started years ago before I even got involved because my daddy is a voiceover artist and so he does a lot of voiceover stuff he can do almost any distinctive voice he does Mickey Mouse Yoda Darth Vader all that kind of stuff it's amazing oh my um, goodness I know right and so then so a few, many, 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 many years ago, when I was very young, um, there was this one, um, this one project that he was a part of. It was an audio, 
and like a basically a YouTube audio series. And he he was the main dad in the story. Uh, his name was Chester Morgan. And the audio series is called Pure Bond uh, by Shaquille Hawkins. It's amazing. Um, awesome. But he was the dad of the main character named Sarah, who he had to save her and all this stuff. And I was just thinking to myself, oh, it was like, oh, I wish I could be your daughter in the, in the, in the, you know, in the voiceover role. You right, know, I wish right. I could be the one that your daughter was. And so it was crazy because as I got more into voiceover work, years and years later, uh, Shaquille decided to do a reboot of Pierre Bond. And in this reboot, he was able to add in a character by the name of Amy Morgan that was the sister of Sarah and the daughter of Chester. And so I was able to really play his daughter in the role as well. And we got to go back and forth and it was super fun to record together. And I think that was one of my favorite roles as well. See, your dreams are coming true because you had said- Exactly. Yes, yes. <laughs> You're making it happen. This is, yeah. it's kind of like if you wish it, it it's happening. I mean, this is just amazing. Yeah. You're doing so well. And you're enjoying the roles. I can tell you love what you're doing. And you also do motivational speaking. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Tell me, tell me a little bit about this because one of the things that is the most important part of the show is that the audience is able to acquire hope, inspiration, motivation, resources, things that will bring joy to their life and make their lives move in a healthier direction. And you're doing that along with doing what you love. And I want you to share with the audience about that so that they can embrace that as well. You're an influencer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. So yeah, absolutely. And I've actually got a really interesting short story to share. I love about it. That. Ready. Um, so it's really, really interesting when um, I've always, ever since I was young, I had two passions that I knew of. All right. One, to write. I always wanted to write. The second was to inspire people. I Problem was, when I was younger, I didn't quite know how. I was super young. I didn't really have a lot of people that I knew other than like maybe, you know, uh, entrepreneurial professionals that we would meet or something, but, or, or people in games I played, but I was like, how can I inspire people, you know, through games or, or mixers? And so years later, um, when I was around 10 years old, I woke up one day and my parents had this brilliant idea. They said, oh my goodness, what if you become a motivational speaker and are able to inspire people through speaking events? And I was like, yes, because that culminated with the passion that I had. Now, here's the interesting part. Years later, probably when I was about maybe 13, 12, 13 uh, years old, I had an awesome opportunity to speak at the Lake Forest High School here uh, locally uh, at, to over 600 students at a high school. And one thing that was interesting was while I was preparing for this, I got through a sort of phase. I was in the sort of phase where I felt, you know what? Maybe I should just give up. <laughs> I was at, yeah, yeah, at the time, Yes. <laughs> At the time, I was working so hard. There was so much to memorize, you know, I had to memorize things. And I was like, okay, I, I'm not even getting paid a whole lot for this. You know, there's not really much of a, of a reward. You know, what, what even is the reward? And I was like, yeah, maybe I should just not worry about speaking. And, you know, and I was like, all right, maybe I should just give up. 
And we thought about it for a while. And then we, then my parents helped me realize, and I thought about it too. And I thought, oh my goodness, wait a minute though. This isn't about me. This is about the people that I'm inspiring and motivating. If, if I were not to speak to those high school students, then, then they would not be given that spark, that seed, that hope. And so I had to remind myself, okay, this is not about me. This is about inspiring and helping others. And come to find out when we ended up doing the speaking event, uh, my daddy filmed some testimonials from people and their testimonials blew me away. They were like saying how inspired they were, how energized they were from, from the things that, that my, my, my parents and I had put together and, and the way I said stuff. And I was just like, wow. Who would have thought it? What if, what if, you know, if I had, if I had given up then, then there would not be that insp inspiration there. And so that was, you know, it was interesting because I had rarely ever felt like giving up on something before. Uh, and I have a similar experience with acting as well, but it was just something that was really interesting because I was able to share with others. Don't think just about, okay, what's going to benefit me. You've also got to think about how you're going to be able to help others. So I think you was, really nailed it though. There was a couple of things that you said in this that are really important that I want to share and really, really bullet point for you. You've already done this, but just in these two things. One, it's not about me. And we live in a yeah. world where everything seems to be about me. We live in selfies and we, what about me? Yep. Listen to this. <laughs> and when we start thinking about how we can serve others or how this benefits someone else. You go right to the top when that happens. When you put up people above you in a different view, it really does help you rise. So that's the first yeah. thing. And the second thing is you were able to persevere when you felt like giving up. And often there are times in different intervals through our life in things that we're doing where we feel like I can't do this anymore. Either I'm too tired or I'm not good enough, or there are just different things. This is overwhelming. This is embarrassing. There's a lot of different things that can put us in a point where I just don't think I can do this right now. And sometimes that's okay. And we can go, let me just revisit this a little while later. But we've got to think about the journey that we're on is going to have that. And if we know that there are going to be different intervals in our life when we feel that way, we can tell ourselves this is okay. This is a normal feeling. Yep. And that will help us move forward. So this is really exciting. Let me ask you, was that your first, was that your first talk in front of that many people, a crowd of 600? Uh, yeah, and for, uh, not not um uh, not my first talk in front of people, but definitely my first talk in front of at least six hundred people. Okay, so that's what I was wondering. With it that size, were you terrified or did you feel comfortable? Actually, it's funny. It's funny because my parents joke about this all the time, but. I have never been afraid of speaking in front of people. I've never had a fear of public speaking, never been nervous, exhilarated and thrilled to be up there speaking to so many people, of course. But, but uh, 
nervous not really and i it's funny just because i've always just loved people speaking to people if it's hundreds of that it was so funny my, my parents and i um or my daddy and i we were sometimes we do what we call daddy daughter date and so we go out to a restaurant or things like that and one day we were out at bob evans the restaurant and we uh, we were talking to uh, one of the, the the I think the person at the front desk, and he uh, we were explaining that he, that I was a motivational speaker because somehow that was how the conversation you know right. went, and and uh, he was all he just kind of like smirked and he was like, so what if you spoke to a thousand people? And I just seriously laughed. I said, like, I no said problem. absolutely, <laughs> no <Yeah>. problem for <laughs> me. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. This is fantastic because. The versatility that you have, the confidence you have, the natural ability to do this allows yeah. you to get into a lot of different areas of entertainment that would stop many, many people. And it also tells me how willing you are to uh, be equipped with new training or uh, moving on to doing things that will just help you project better or make your goal reach you goals excuse me reach and achieve your goals in the way that you want them to and i love this i love this your attitude is phenomenal the things that you're doing is fantastic and you love it you can hear it and you can see it in you and this is just tremendous what okay aside from your book what other things do you have going on the ones I mean that's going to be coming out soon. Um, things that are going to be coming out soon. Um, there are a few voiceovers that I am working on right now that might be might be surfacing soon. I may not be able to say the names, but I'm super excited. Um, yeah, no, 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 no secret. <laughs> Uh, um, and then, yeah, of course, uh, Saber Black, we have some major stuff uh, planned for that. False Awakening, uh, you know, we are hoping so, we are, we are hoping and we are like, we are believing that it will happen soon, the first day of production, because that will change our lives. Um, but uh, yes, there's, will. yeah, so that, but then also, um, really, other than that, just many, just many things just keep on going. Um, I'm definitely, like, open for all speaking and acting and such opportunities, you know, reach out. And of course, all the contact stuff will be at the end of this interview, but really, really excited and, you know, open for hopefully, hopefully speaking to hundreds, maybe, maybe even, you know, hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands, etc. you know. So as far as commercials go, tell me a little bit about doing a commercial compared to say a different type of acting role. That is, that is a great question. Um, as for, so yes, I've done several, several commercials. In fact, one of them will always stay in my mind. It's hilarious. Um, and it's, it's, it's very different than another, than, than another acting role. Um, I think that when I do commercials, it is slightly more natural. I, people have told me, let me put it this way. People have told me that I am like cut out for sitcom stuff. Like I am just my natural energy. Your personality, and, yeah. And yeah. yeah, and just the way that I say stuff, I can naturally just adapt to a sitcom role or a commercial role even. Uh, but a, you know, a, uh, you know, and a drama role I can easily do as well, but it, you know, it requires a bit more, but I can definitely do a drama role. I can make myself cry, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> That's hard for some 
Yeah, no, exactly. No, it's, it's, I, 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 I work on, I work on it all the time just to try to test myself, you know, uh, but yeah, absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> like and able to get a lot of stuff from your parents that way while you're just practicing <laughs> for a role, right? Okay. I'm not saying anything. I'm not going to dive you out on it. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Oh, Lord, that's funny. No, actually, most of the time that I practice myself crying, it's in bed when I like to do scenes, and I like to try to <laughs> be different characters and try to, okay, you know, it's so, okay, let me practice crying, let me practice this, let me practice that, and I always, like, I'm always practicing acting, even when it doesn't feel like, like practicing, you know, it feels fun, but still. You know. Well, being animated, but, yeah. you can do so many different things with that. There's a lot of people who, even though they're extroverts, aren't projecting a lot of emotions uh, very yeah. well. And I think with your abilities to do that, you can go from stage to on, yeah. on film. I mean, that it, you just, you're able to adapt, like you said, to so many different parts of entertainment. This is, I think sitcoms too, though. It, I mean, just yeah. because the, the way you can your ability to be such a chameleon can project so well. And I think just from the way we've been interacting, the, just the, the excitement that you have will be able to be portrayed really well that way. You'll, you'll have a lot of really good character roles that way. And, um, and it's pretty exciting. So, all right. So, I know that you have a, a lot going on and I want the audience to be able to follow you because if they're following you now, your career, I, your career is just going to really be explosive and you can bring your fan base with you. So I want the audience to be able to connect with you on many different levels, um, social media, IMDB, if you'll give out all the information that you want them to connect with you on and... I'm going to ensure that also it gets out um, on the internet as well so that uh, we drive out people your way too because you want to help also. And I think when they're following you and they're seeing the things that you're expressing, there's going to be things that will be really effective for them as well. They're going to benefit with they know after, after they've heard the things that you've said today and how you motivationally speak, when they see you on screen, those things are going to resonate with them. And it's going to, believe it or not, they're going to connect with you. And I think this is really important. So if you will share all of the ways, I, if it takes 10 minutes, I'm cool with that. <laughs> share all the ways you want the audience to connect with you. Awesome. Absolutely. Uh, there are many, many, many ways you can connect with me. Um, I'm on all social media channels. So I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as a Fox author. Also on LinkedIn and YouTube as Ariana Fox. Um, and Perfect. you can find me. You can uh, you can email me, of course, monitored by monitored by my parents. Uh, but you can email via a Fox at arianafox.com that's afox at a-r-i-a-n-n-a-f-o-x.com um and you can also find me on my you can find me via my website arianafox.com spelled the same way and also um to find my books uh you can find them you can find the princess chronicles which is the princess chronicles not your average princesses is the full name uh that is on amazon and my site as well um Via my site, you can also uh, you can also 
basically get it for a personalized or signed copy. Um, and then, um, and then false awakening as well. False awakening. Is it a dream or reality on Amazon? And then for a signed copy as well on my site, ArianaFox.com and Saber Black will hopefully soon be there. <laughs> I love it. I, I think people, you know, people go to Amazon and they want to follow the author there. And I think that's fantastic. But if they go to your site, they get a signed copy and with where you're going, that's going to really be something. So we definitely want them to go to your site. All of the social media. Yeah, yeah definitely. Follow. Feel free to follow. And I, you know, I'd love, to, you know, definitely depending on the account and all that fun stuff, I'd love to follow back. You know, I, I try to follow people back if I can. I'm not one of those people that's just kind of like, oh, yes, I'm the queen. You're the peasants. You know, I don't work like that. No, no, um, you don't. But, you don't. You said it uh, earlier. It's yeah. not, you said, it's not about me. So even though you're doing all these things and you're enthusiastic and you're embracing them and you're passionate, you also, you love others and it's really apparent. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and I appreciate you being with us today. I want to thank you for sharing the things that you're doing and how you view things, your perception on things and the passion that you have. I thank you for sharing that with the audience today. Yeah, you're very welcome. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to do so. Ooh, we're going to do some more. Because every time you come out with something, I would love to share it. I mean, we definitely want to get all of the things that you have going out to the audience. So thank you again. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in to another episode of Rebecca Sounds Reveille, where we're always trying to deliver the best resources for you and the connections for you. Remember you... Um, always can share this with your friends, family, and everybody that you know on social media and everyone that you don't. Thanks for tuning in. Oh.